No Content is a podcast hosted by Pixel and Kubo that brings you through the inner ramblings of whatever they want to talk about for roughly an hour. If you'd like to follow Pixel, you can check them out on Twitch at pixel underscore pusher 101 or on Twitter at pixel pusher 101. You can also follow Kubo at twitch.tv slash ryankubo, twitter.com slash ryankubo, instagram.com slash ryankubo, and youtube.com slash shigeos, S-H-I-G-E-O-S, Twitch TV, if you want to see VODs of any of the episodes. If you guys are not on audio or on a different type of audio, remember that we are on all audio platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. If you guys want to ever email us, you can email us at nocontentpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your insight onto the podcast, questions, or just fan mail of critiques or criticisms. You can also use the Fortnite creator code, Ryan Kubo, in all caps, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, when you check out for any game on the Epic Creator Store, whether that be a game or through a microtransaction to help support this podcast. Also, check your show notes below or the description below, depending on where you're watching or listening to this podcast, to check out other podcasts that Kubo hosts as well. We hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome back to No Content. I'm pretty sure this is episode 39 or something like that. Uh, I'm Kubo. I'm 29th Pixel. He's 35. 30, yeah, 35, it. baby. All right. Welcome, guys. What's up? <laughs> Hope everyone's doing good out there in the world. Um, yeah, we're kind of just bouncing off of uh, a deeper dive. I think we I had the shortest episode of BlizzCon 2019 minicast. It was 10 minutes. It capped in at 10 nice. minutes long. I just kind of recorded it really fast. And I promised you guys that on Monday we'd have Pixel back from BlizzCon and that we'd go into a deep dive of just all the announcements. Pixel was actually at BlizzCon, so we got to demo a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. I was not there, so I kind of give my impressions from like the virtual ticket stuff. Uh, and stuff like that and i kind of like i've already watched all the panels and checked out all that type of stuff so i have like a lot of information at my disposal as well pixels bringing his like actual hands-on experience which i think is going to be pretty cool as well yeah so i mean (laughs) pixel i mean just really quickly how was how was blizzcon you know it was actually pretty good um so i felt like there was a lot of uh stuff to be had there there was just announcements for nearly everything Mm-hmm. So everything just had something to announce. Like, of course, like big one was Diablo four. That was just the, you know, the meat and potatoes of the entire convention. Everybody was talking about it. Everything sort of revolved around that announcement. Right. Right. And it really felt like that was the star of the show this year. Like this was what it was all about. Yeah. I mean, that's not like too, like too, too surprising or whatever. Um, right. Considering like all the leaks and stuff, which I think we pretty much confirmed that they were all pretty much true. Um, yeah, which so. is really, really crazy to me. Like, I can't believe yeah. how much of this actually got leaked. Because yeah. normally, you don't hear any of these things. Yeah, you, you, like, like Blizzard has been te- technically very, very tight-lipped about anything. Like Overwatch, no one knew that that existed before Chris Messon took the stage and announced yeah. it. Like, yeah. th- it is mind-boggling to me that we went from that to now, where the like the entire speech of Jeff Kaplan <laughs> was leaked somehow. Like how like we knew exactly what he was going to say before he even took the stage yeah exactly exactly um so i guess the way we're going to do it is we're just going to take each announcement one by one and then uh i guess pixel or i will give like what our thoughts on it are uh, maybe pixel mm-hmm. should probably go first because he actually got to demo it we'll kind of give our <laughs> thoughts on it and give more details about the game and stuff and then from there i guess just give like our final impressions of like what we thought about it 
um, or whatever. So I guess we can start, uh, you know, start off. Um, we're, um, we're going to go from, I guess, like just kind of the small things to the kind of like bigger things as well. Okay. Um, just to kind of get it off the way. So we're not going to go in order of the keynote, obviously. Um, so first off, we had Warcraft 3 Reforged. We got some little a little bit of information from that. The game was supposed to come out in 2019. It still says on the Battle.net launcher that it's coming out before December 31st, 2019. Um, some people are saying that it's going to be further back, though. Uh, there was no actual announcement or release of the actual game. Uh, J. Allen Brack said that it would be coming, quote unquote, soon for the announcement of when the game is actually going to be released. Mm -hmm. But we did get some information on that. Everyone who attended BlizzCon or purchased the virtual ticket will be getting access to the demo of Warcraft 3 Reforged tomorrow at 10 a.m. PST. That's Tuesday at 10 a.m. PST. Apparently, the beta will be accessible to everyone. I actually got into the beta. Um, it's just a multiplayer beta. You can't do custom games. You can't do campaign, etc. Uh, it has four maps. Um, it has the infamous Turtle Rock <laughs> map, and it's basically <laughs> just 1v1 or 2v2s. And the only two classes you can choose for now are human and orc. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So it's pretty, it's pretty limited. Um, I mean, thoughts on this pixel? You played Warcraft 3, Reforged, or Warcraft 3 back in the day. Are you excited for this? What, did you get to test this uh, at BlizzCon? You know, I didn't actually get to try it out. Um, I did just get to watch people play it over their shoulders. But um, yeah, if you love Warcraft 3 back in the day, I'm sure you're going to love this. It's just a straight up update to all the graphics. And so if you really loved it, then this is this is going to be great for you. And, you know, the fact that, you know, we're going to get the demo tomorrow, it's going to be it, we're going to get a real like good look at what it's going to be. For sure. I mean, for me personally, multi like OG multiplayer for it is like whatever. I'm more in it for like custom games. Um, but I really, you know, I, I thought some things were interesting in the beta. I, I like that it's connected to Battle.net, obviously, so I can chat with my Battle.net friends. Um, it also had an ability to link your classic Warcraft 3 and Frozen Throne key to mm -hmm. the game itself. So I guess you could bring mm -hmm. over your profile and your stats and your favorites and stuff. Uh, and all your map downloads and all that type of crap. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Remember that cool. uh, they did mention that Warcraft 3 and Warcraft 3 Reforge, you can play with each other. Um, so this is just basically a graphical update. There'll be a new map mm -hmm. editor that's released pretty soon as well. And uh, all the custom games should work still. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and what's cool about that is, since all the custom games still work, that means you can actually play the original, you know, Dota on this. Yeah, defense that's actually... The ancients. Yeah, defense, actual original Dota, which I'm not going to play. Or I'm maybe, but I was <laughs> awful at it. Yeah, yeah. It it like had some U, it had some UI to uh you know in, improve upon. <laughs> in my <laughs> I don't know. The, it's so games are so different now that it's just definitely gonna feel like a mod or something, you know. It it definitely will. Like you know, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna show it's 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 long in the tooth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're probably gonna be able to play the original Dota on this. Like it's actually gonna be nuts. Yeah. So. I mean, that's pretty cool. I hope it comes out soon, but it's probably looking like a 2020 release, maybe. Maybe a holiday release. I I'm not really okay. sure, whatever. So um, I played a little bit, and 12-year-old me would be very sad with uh, current me. My APM was pretty bad. It was like 180 or something. I don't know if that's bad, but I had like 180 APM. 
That sounds good to me. That's yeah, like three actions per second. That's kind of yeah. that's kind of quick. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I feel like I was way better when I was a kid, but maybe maybe I'm not or whatever. I'll just they have an actions per minute option in the game that I turned on, and I'm like, I'm not using this. <laughs> I'm turning it back <laughs> off. Or whatever. Like this, that, that, I'm gonna get pissed. Like <laughs> playing it. But anyway, so Warcraft Three: Your Forge. Uh, really, that was all that was announced for it. Um, go check out the beta uh, if you did get the virtual ticket and stuff. Um, next up, we did get a little bit of stuff about Heroes of the Storm, which I kind of wanted to uh, touch on since my channel is kind of founded on that. Um, mm -hmm. Deathwing is free for anyone at Bl who attended BlizzCon or had a virtual ticket. Once again, Bl uh, Deathwing was announced, I believe, like last week or so at this point. So if you want to check him out, he looks really busted, by the way. Um, the character basically uses like other assets from other characters alts and is unstoppable. So it can't be stuck. Mm. Deathwing can't be stunned, can't be rooted ever. It's crazy. Uh, and has a ton of health, but you are not able to heal Deathwing. So Deathwing can't get healed at all from your team or even from health globes. That's kind of how they're like mitigating Deathwing, uh, mm -hmm. I guess, a bit or whatever. But he does seem like really, really, really strong. Um, yeah. they kind of did like a deep dive, like a what's next in heroes of the storm type of panel that I kind of briefly watched and what they mentioned was I'm kind of on board with it. Uh, they basically said that because of competitive being removed last year, they have no plans of bringing competitive back, but they still plan on supporting heroes of the storm for the foreseeable future for now. And what mm. their plan is to, re is really just to make like fun, weird, crazy characters, um, you know, make fun, weird, crazy maps and stuff like that and do a, more of a fan service type of game, um, mm -hmm. which I'm actually kind of OK with. I think that for me, I didn't ever really see Heroes as a competitive game. Um, and I think that its detriment was making trying to make it a competitive game and trying to balance this weird type of unique MOBA into a competitive space. And I wish mm -hmm. they had just kept it like some weird, like crazy, like thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, because like yeah, it's it's its whole story is just combining every single property that Blizzard has and throwing them all into one game. Like it had a quirky sort of sense of humor to begin with. So like right. it makes sense for them to go this path instead of going like the competitive route. Um I I think it could open up some really interesting ideas if all of their all their care if all they care about is just mm -hmm. making some weird, like crazy fun instance. Yeah, but um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I know the team's like super small now. I know that like Heroes of the Storm is considered what's called a classic game at Blizzard, which is basically just like, um, if you guys didn't know, any game that's like not really supported as much anymore. I think it's like basically like StarCraft One, all three Warcrafts, even Reforged mm -hmm. actually. Um, I know um, StarCraft Two surprisingly not counted. But Heroes of the Storm, Diablo 1, 2, and 3 were also added into that as well. It basically just means, uh, if you guys didn't know, the classic team is just like maybe, I don't know, I'm going to throw out a random number, 200 people or so. And they just kind of all work on all these games. So it's kind of like all these little mini projects and mm -hmm. trying to support these games when they need to, you know, when they have time. Um, right. You know, I, I've read interviews with people there and they say it's like one of the funnest jobs at Blizzard is just supporting the classic team because it's like, Oh, we want to update Diablo 2, maybe add like a couple bounce patches. Like, yeah, we'll get to that. Let's do that today. Oh, let's go to StarCraft and do something here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like you're not stuck to like one game or, you know, ideas like that. So maybe that's good for heroes. You know what I mean? When they get inspired or when they think, oh, let's do this. Let's add this event. Let's do that. Let's, you know, we can do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it definitely felt kind of interesting that like all these classic games were in the basement of the Anaheim Convention Center. Like there was oh, the, the Blizzard, Blizzard Arcade. 
yeah yeah so all that was like in the basement and Mm -hmm. like it felt bad seeing all of the older classic games including like heroes of the storm just kind of get pushed out of the way out of like the the spotlight sections so yeah it was it's kind of sucked but like it was also cool to see like all the stuff that made blizzard what it is today so you got to play all the cool like um older games like rock and roll racing and yeah uh, blackthorn and um, lost vikings yeah, I'm. I'm really hoping what eventually happens is that they just add they they just make a separate tab maybe on the Battle.net launcher called like Classic Games, and like they don't have to put mm-hmm. Heroes there or like whatever there like Warcraft Three or Forge, but just have them there so that I can just play them through the current Battle.net system. Like mm-hmm. they don't even have to be like remasters or updated graphics, you know. Like just let me play yeah. them like in like the actual Battle.net client because these games do not play nice on like modern machines for sure yeah yeah like Like you need some some sort of like dos box emulator to actually be able to play them and it gets hacky yeah it gets weird and then like even like i play started playing diablo 2 a little bit more i have to make like a separate battle.net account or whatever because it's Mm -hmm. on like battle.net classic it's not on like the original like the you know the battle.net servers currently so it's like i have to make a new profile and stuff it's weird but um Mm -hmm. you know beyond that anyway uh with heroes uh they did also announce that all heroes will be free until the end of the year, I think. I'm mm-hmm. not 100 percent sure on this. I think it's until the end of the year. But yeah, all heroes will be free. So if you guys haven't played Heroes of the Storm, uh, I honestly, um, I enjoy the game. I just played so much of it that I've kind of been burnt out on it or whatever. But it is a pretty fun game. It is like pretty enjoyable. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I guess, is StarCraft 2. They announced that there would be a new co-op commander, which is part of their like single player that you can purchase or whatever. Uh, if you guys didn't know, also kind of a side note, but um, if you guys log into StarCraft 2 at any time, basically from now until forever, you'll actually get a free announcer pack for Control, uh, who was pretty pivotal in the StarCraft scene and who passed away from a heart attack, I believe, like a few months ago. So they immortalized mm-hmm. him in StarCraft 2, and you get like a free uh, profile picture and um, like announcer pack for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Totally free if you uh, install it. They also and um, they also uh, said that there was a DeepMind demo. If you guys remember last year, they announced yeah. that DeepMind would be working with StarCraft II and uh, you know doing that whole thing. And there was actually a demo where you could play it at three different levels. What did you think about it? Did you did you get to see that pixel? Like no, test it out or anything? It, it was really interesting. So like for those who don't know, like uh, they brought a um, DeepMind agent. Uh, to BlizzCon. So this was uh, an AI that had been trained to play StarCraft II at varying levels of difficulty, mm-hmm. and you could actually, you know, play against it. Um, so they had brought, like, this, I guess, master-level uh, AI all the way down to, I think, it wasn't even, like, an average player. It was, like, somewhere well above average. But um, I wish I got to see some of these matches because, like, it sounded impossible to play against right you know the cool thing was for me is i actually saw some people like live streaming it like irl on twitch and they were mm-hmm. live streaming from it and they had like pro players playing it and stuff like that and i thought that was really cool and i was like wow why isn't this being streamed anywhere on like twitch like on the official virtual yeah. ticket or anything like that because it was like something like really cool that like i got to see or whatever um and right. i was like really disappointed that they didn't showcase that like almost at all like anywhere like it's not on the virtual ticket still like people were like stream like randos were streaming it off their phone or whatever um, exactly, so that was kind yeah. of like disappoint. Like that was kind of disappointing for me. 
personally. Yeah, I remember that the the announcement when they made it at the opening ceremony. I was like, wow, this is actually really cool. Yeah, this is like actually training an AI to uh, become a better com- uh, opponent. And right. this could tra- transfer into like any other game, like could learn how to play uh, a, a battle royale and actually become a really, really good like player in that. Right. And then nothing. Yeah, like, and then like no, no live stream, no like any like coolness like that. I don't know. It was kind of disappointing for me, you know. Yeah, I know. Like it was just a cool idea, but they never got any kind of um, actual time or footage. Uh, it was just weird. It was one of the most disappointing yeah. things that, or one of the disappointing things I had for BlizzCon. I I think that my BlizzCon announcement thing. We'll touch on that later, but is pretty like, eh. <laughs> in my <laughs> we'll we'll see if that changes. But yeah, so mm-hmm. StarCraft, uh, if you if you guys wanted to like check that out as well, you can get uh, they had that DeepMind thing as well. They didn't really announce anything else for the game wise, but they did announce that like uh, like all the other stuff is like coming back or whatever, like the competitive season and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a non uh, I think a Korean one did a Korean win again this time. I'm not really sure. Uh, I, I, yes. I honestly don't recall. OK, I believe. Yes. In the competitive scene, a Korean one. OK. Fair, fair. um i i know that um yeah i just it's it's uh maybe i'll link the link it later on on twitter or in the show notes or something like that and uh, in the description of your video but i'll try to look up those streams for when uh people had stuff or whatever so i don't know we'll end up seeing like what like what ends up happening with that or whatever yeah yeah totally i would love to see that actually yeah so i don't know we'll see oh it looks like my camera froze so we're just gonna YOLO it and not have a cam. <laughs> whatever. I don't really care. No one really cool. watches this on stream or whatever. But oh, well. <laughs> um, I'm alone now. Pixel's so lonely. Um, but anyway, um, I think uh, moving on from that. Now we're getting in kind of like the bigger stuff. I think the main stuff or whatever that's been happening on uh, uh, from BlizzCon or whatever. Um, mm, the meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes of everything that was announced. Um, I guess let's start with uh warcraft or whatever um so world of warcraft uh came out on stage they are doing phase two of world of warcraft classic which comes out on november 12th which is pretty cool it will add uh Mm -hmm. honor rating uh for pvp yeah to uh, battlegrounds yeah it's a battleground battlegrounds and just pvp in general so i'm kind of down dude it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty lit (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's gonna be cool like I'm, I'm actually really excited uh for that or whatever uh they also announced a wow charity pet um it's like a little alpaca or something like that it looked pretty cute yes. um yeah, the proceeds go to a couple of uh charities that they uh have always been uh part of um and then they also announced that for the 15th anniversary you basically have until november 12th until two months so basically january roughly uh to get a deathwing mount and a mm. mini pet for completing like a couple of like classic dungeons, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You have to like sign in at a certain time and uh, complete a certain level of quests or mm-hmm. achievements and meet this massive mount. But if you just sign in, you get the pet. Right, right. So apparently, like that's like a thing as well or whatever. So that, I mean, I guess that's I don't I don't know. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it seemed like pretty cool or whatever yeah. uh, as well. So I'm not really sure. Uh, if I'll do it, are, are you gonna? Do you have a WoW subscription still, Pixel? I mean, it is in retail WoW, so I feel like not a lot of people unfortunately have one. But I actually don't. I'm thinking about resubscribing just to like you know hop in and you know do a few things and see like the, the new features. You know, I actually still 
meant to try out classic wow again oh wow so, so there still, is that. there's still you still haven't like even even done that or whatever right <laughs> i haven't i just haven't been like able to find time to play it yeah, that's fair that's fair um but yeah, so then moving on to new stuff for World of Warcraft, yeah. Warcraft Shadowlands. Pixel, what did you think about this? What it? I, I have I have my issues with it, but what what do you think about like Warcraft Shadowlands? It's it's interesting. I I mean, like, there's only so much that you can do with the world. And when I play the demo, you got to explore this sort of like new area, this uh, new land, and you know. I, I didn't really get much out of it because it just kind of felt like, yeah, you're just running around. There's really nothing new mechanics wise right. to kind of keep you there. So really it was just like, Oh, check out this new hill, this new tree kind of thing, this new design for a land. Like it was cool. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's going to come from the lore and just kind of like really diving deep into that. Right. Um, um did you, what did you think of the stat squish though? The, the leveling the stat squish or this, the leveling stat, or did you not hear much about that? I heard about it. Um, yeah. I actually, I actually like that idea. I do too. Yeah. Um, it's uh, so the stat squish. What what's ha- going to happen is that um, when you go play Shadowlands, you're actually going to be leveling there from fifty to sixty. You are no longer actually playing any of the other expansions. So that's the right. that's the really interesting thing about this new expansion. They're changing how people are leveling, and I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Because like. You get to a point where when you get to that level of of level, <laughs> you're just chasing higher and higher in numbers. Right. And it becomes this sort of race to the to I mean, you're not gonna I, I, I'm really finding the the I can't find the words to describe just how this feels because like it feels like there's more of a an achievement when you're lower level and you get that tiny bit of boost as opposed to like getting like a thousand points in some sort of stat Mm -hmm. and so i think that this is going to make increases in um items just a little bit more meaningful Mm -hmm. in ways and so i think all in all i think it's going to going to be a good thing and plus i mean you don't have to go through all of those expansions leading up to this i feel like that's kind of like busy work when you know you want people to just go dive right into this new content and so i feel like there's going to be fewer levels to to go through fewer things that you need to do. And so I think people are just going to get to this content a lot easier and a lot faster. Right. I, I do like also the way that, did you see anything about how they're dealing with alts or level one characters now? Um, You can bring them like directly to level 10 or something, right? Yeah. So you can bring them directly to level 10, but now there's a thing where um you will be leveling from one to 50 through current battle for Azeroth zones and areas mm, but the mm-hmm. levels will scale with you and stuff like that so you can choose wherever you want to go but if you want to you can go to chromie and she'll time warp you back to those expansions to when they were actually that level so if you want to like yes. time warp back to like bc or something right um, yeah because is, like that was one well, of the problems with like leveling that people always had an issue with especially some of my friends who don't play wow as often or started playing wow like mm-hmm. within the last year it was like why is my war chief changing every like five hours or six hours of <laughs> like i don't understand this story like you know what i mean like it didn't make sense yeah. so i think the leveling experience is going to be like really good and it's cool interesting to see that they like they even said like we want every level even when leveling your alt matter 
and they said mm-hmm. like leveling will be like not super hard but a little bit more difficult but they did say that if you did want to breeze past like past it fast there's still elf looking for group and you can still obviously like queue in dungeons and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just spam uh, you know, level really fast. But if you want to take your time and stuff like that, you can do that as well. So I think that's really cool that they're kind of probably took something like took a page out of classic. Wow. In my opinion, uh, mm-hmm. when it came to like leveling and kind of implementing that in retail. Yeah. I really like the idea of Chromie and just being able to pick and choose like the content you want to experience. Right. Like, Oh yeah. I just want to go back to BC or, Oh, I want to go back and experience, uh, you know, wrath of the Lich King. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I think, um, man, I think the oh no, I was gonna say the Tower of the Damned, that new mechanic that they have in the game looks really cool actually. Uh, if you don't know, that's like kind of like end game content, but it's a it's basically an MMO roguelike. You you beat mm. levels in this tower, and it's like slay the spire. Like the you go up in these levels, and every time you beat a, a level or a couple levels, you get temporary augmentations to your character that only stay with you uh, in the tower of the dam. And obviously, when you die, you start back at level one with none of those augmentations again. That's and, kind of interesting. And it's kind of like a roguelike in an MMORPG, and there's obviously like rewards if you group with people or like play it solo. Like there's different reward structures and stuff like that. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool that so. they're like merging in these different sort of genres or gameplay mechanics into WoW, like that yeah. you would never actually expect. Like, it just reminds me of when they put that mini game in with like the Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> yeah. Like randomly so. in like Hillsbrad or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like really cool to see that. Yeah. Um, side note, dude, I don't know what's up with the writing with WoW Warcraft. Like, I, <laughs> I've been complaining about this for the last year, but why are we getting a Garage 2.0? Like, why are the Horde being made to look like bad guys again, right? When this was supposed to, like, the beauty of Warcraft, in my yeah. opinion, in Classic and even BC and Lich King, was that, like, both sides kind of suck. You know what I mean? Both sides, like, <laughs> have their flaws. They have their issues, right? Like, the mm-hmm. Horde was just running away from, like, you know, somebody that was basically just trying to, like, wipe them out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they get to they get to Azeroth and the Alliance judge them and just assume they're like evil monsters. The Horde's on edge and thinks that they're evil, too. And there's always this been back and forth where, like, you can really just kind of go with either side, Alliance or Horde being like good mm-hmm. or the bad guys. Right. But I yeah, hate makes... how like this has happened where all of a sudden, for some reason, like in the last few expansions, I want to say even starting around Miss, because that's when we killed Garrosh Hellscream. Why is it that? It's like all of a sudden the horde is clearly bad, or at least their leadership is clearly bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I hate that. I I don't get why we're doing this thing with Sylvanas again. Like you know that like the final boss is gonna be Sylvanas mm-hmm. probably. You know what I mean? Like it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a problem I think with the writing that yeah. When it comes to good villains and good conflict, you have to believe that either side is correct in some way. Right. They they have to believe that they're the good guys. The Horde has to believe they're good, and the Alliance has to believe they're good, and they're doing the right thing. Right. But when you have something like this, it's clear cut that you know Sylvanas is in the wrong here. Right. She's actually like actually destroying the world. Right. You know, actually she destroyed the world, and now she's gonna like you know tear all sorts of like dimensions apart. And yeah, and all of a sudden, how is she so OP now? All of a sudden, she just pulls off the Lich King helmet from like Bolvar and like grabs yeah. it and like tears, like rips it, like rips the Lich King helmet in half. Yeah, like, wasn't I she know, around right? during Lich King? Why couldn't she do that then? Yeah, seriously, I I feel like Bolvar right. was a wuss. <laughs> <I'm serious. laughs> yeah, why I'm was Bol- yeah, why was Bolvar so weak all of a sudden? 
Like he's had all know, this time right? just chilling there as the Lich King. Like what the heck is he? Been? I don't know. It just was yeah. weird, dude. And yeah, it's like you know she's why? so OP all of a sudden. <laughs> you know why? It's because Sylvana's leveled up with the expansions. I she's guess. got like thirty levels on on Bolvar. Yes, it's so <laughs> stupid. It's one of the dumbest things. Also, why are there ghosts in the Shadowlands? I thought the Shadowlands was like the afterlife. Yeah. How's it die in the Shadowlands? Like you know what I mean? There's so many questions. I have so many questions. Dude. Dude, I actually played the Shadowlands, and the first thing that I thought of was, I need to kill myself, and I need to see what it looks like when did I'm do dead. It? I did. <laughs> what it looked like, just normal? You know, it, no, it actually looked a little bit more colorful. Oh, weird. Okay. So, well. like, so, like, you know how everything is like really, really gray and stuff when you uh, run back to your corpse. Right. Um, it was just like it was slightly different, and then everything was a little more colorful, and everything felt like there was more like wispy huh. and okay. like steam uh like swirls yeah. going around so oh. it was kind of interesting that like you were also dead in the afterlife like you're double dead right yeah that's kind of weird yeah so if you guys don't know if you guys don't follow the lore of world warcraft the shadowlands is basically like their version of like the afterlife like it's not really a heaven or hell but like the only interactions we've had with the shadowlands at least with the lore is like when you die in world of warcraft and like you, that spirit comes and like reses you and you have the corpse run back or whatever that spirit mm -hmm. is like suppose the, the lore is like that spirit is guiding you back to your corpse to give you like another chance and that right. spirits from like the Shadowlands. So apparently we're gonna like meet the that like actual like blue angel weird spirit thingy in the Shadowlands. Mm -hmm. So it's just weird that like you can die in the Shadowlands. Uh, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of weird, but it, you know, I'll just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, overall thoughts on World of Warcraft. I, I for me personally, I'm, I don't really have much to say. It's just it was kind of expected as an announcement from Blizzard. It's like oh, a mm -hmm. new WoW expansion. Like duh. But I mean, for right. me, it was whatever. I don't think I'll play it. Maybe. I mean, I probably will to level the character, but that's about mm -hmm. it. That's usually what I do every expansion. But what did you think? Um, I'm not super excited for it, just mainly because I don't really have anybody to play with. And mm -hmm. so for a leveling um, in this game as a solo character, it's kind of painful, mm -hmm. um, even if you group. I mean, it's just it's not really my thing anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I might just like hop in for a month and kind of see like what's different, just sort of just get an overall view of like how it plays now. Because right. you know, I I owe a lot to that game. I I spent a lot Same. of years into it. Same. And and playing it, and so like it would feel weird for me to kind of pass up an expansion pack and not at least see what it has to offer. Right. Right. Yeah. I totally get you. I mean. You could always jump in with our group and we don't really like play or level like play or level together, though. That's the thing, right? Like we, we queue for dungeons together. But like if you want, ever want to just jump in our discords and just talk while we're leveling, that's mostly what we did for classic. Wow. Like we mm. weren't really playing together, but we could just like chill and talk, like send each other videos or just whatever, you know, <laughs> like a music bot. So it's pretty chill. But I get what you mean yeah. about the solo stuff. But yeah, totally. Um. Yeah. Okay. So moving on from Warcraft, I guess we should go to. I guess we'll save uh, Overwatch and Diablo four for last. Um, Hearthstone. Sure. Uh, moving on to Hearthstone. Um. Actually, some pretty interesting announcements uh, coming from uh, out of Hearthstone. We touched about this. Uh, mm -hmm. I touched about it briefly on this week in Hearthstone. We made a whole episode about that as well. If you guys don't know, that's my weekly podcast where we go through all the Hearthstone news. So if you guys want more information on that, you guys can go check that out. Uh, it's in the episode description of your of no content. But anyway, they did announce Descent of Dragons expansion. It's the last expansion of the Year of the Dragons, so nothing very shocking. If you guys didn't know, uh, Rise of the Shadows started with, um, you know, a bunch of evil villains taking over... Uh, 
Dalaran, and then it went to the Savers of Uldum, who stopped, uh, you know, the League of Evil from doing a bunch of bad things, and now there's a final battle that's going to happen, I guess, in Northrend, technically, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, with a bunch of dragons. They announced a bunch of stuff. Um, there's a new mechanic uh, that's uh, for their new hero card, card called um, Invoke, and apparently it powers up their new hero card called Galkrond. Uh, Galkron is a legendary uh, hero card, so it replaces your current hero. Apparently, this time around, uh, he will be a hero. He's kind of like neutral, I guess, but five out of nine classes will be able to use him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the way that you level him up and stuff is you play a card that has invoke. It's kind of like Cthune. And if wherever he's at in your hand or in your deck, he gets powered up or whatever. And so obviously the rogue Goronk and the warlock one and the warrior one all have different hero powers and different abilities and all that type of stuff. Uh, they did say that if you do uh, log into the game, uh, any, I think 90 days after the expansion releases, which the expansion releases on December 10th, you will get five free legendary. So you'll get Goronk for free, basically. All five mm -hmm. of those heroes. So that's pretty nice uh, yeah. of them to do for sure. And that expansion releases December 10th. You can pre-purchase it right now as well. The pre-purchase prices are a little bit better uh, than they used to be. I think it's 60 bucks for 80 packs or 80 bucks for 100 packs or something like that. So um, if you guys wanted to pre-purchase that, you guys can go check that out. Um, I think the more interesting news, or actually, well, Pixel, what did you think? I guess we should go over that that <laughs> that portion because there is another thing that was announced at uh, BlizzCon as well for Hearthstone. But wh yeah, what did you yeah. think of that? Dude, I'm just happy that there's more dragons. <laughs> I always True. like to see like uh, that tribe getting expanded more and more, and just like it's gonna be cool seeing like this this legendary dragon and seeing what mm -hmm. people create with it. Right. So I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, next up, though, I think that this was kind of the second announcement, which um, for me kind of caught me by surprise. I think it caught a lot of people uh, by surprise, to be honest. I think it was yeah, one of the yeah. things that wasn't leaked, is that um, Hearthstone is jumping into auto chess. Mm -hmm. um, they have changed uh, starting, I guess, tomorrow, technically, which we'll get into in a sec. Um, the arena tab will now be changed to a, a new tab called Modes. And there will be two modes in there, uh, what they're calling Hearthstone Battlegrounds, which is their version of Auto Chess, and then Arena. Uh, for anyone who has a BlizzCon, who got a BlizzCon ticket once again, got a virtual ticket, or pre-ordered um, Descent of Dragons, you will have access to the game early from uh, basically tomorrow at 10 a.m. until the 12th uh, of November. After that, you, uh, it will be an open beta. I guess, and anyone will be able to try out this new version of auto chess. Um, I guess very, very quickly or whatever to explain how it is or whatever. Um, it definitely feels like Hearthstone. It definitely feels like an expanded tavern brawl, in my opinion. Uh, even on their deep dive, they said it started off as a tavern brawl. Um, I, I want to say that it feels probably 70% Hearthstone and maybe 30% auto chess. It's a very weird mm -hmm. like combination of both or whatever. It still uses a board mechanic and not like a 3D like, you know, figure mechanic or whatever. Um, a couple of key differences with it. Um, it is eight player. It is eight, eight versus eight. Um, it is one of those things where there is going to be an MMR, MMR system that's going to be visible and a leaderboard that's coming out tomorrow. Uh, same thing. Top four. You will uh, rank up uh, or gain an MMR, and it's actually MMR. Like, it's actually a physical number, which I thought was interesting. It's not like hmm. Angry Chicken or something. Like, you start off at 3,500, and then you go mm -hmm. up or down, which I just thought was interesting. Uh, top yeah. four, you gain. Top Bottom four, you lose. Uh, beyond that, though, 
it is doing some weird quirky things like most Blizzard games do. Um, the first one being that there's 24 playable heroes uh, in this mode. So think of it like you choose a Tavern Brawl hero. They're all unique. Uh, they're not like the warrior hunter and they all have a unique hero power. Um, so that's pretty interesting, pretty weird uh, to, to utilize. Um, the second thing that we should probably mention is how the economy works. Um, mm -hmm. You get gold coins up to 10 of them like mana and uh, you gain one every turn. Um, you start off with three gold and every single unit, no matter how strong or how weak it is, costs three gold. To sell it back, it will cost one gold. Um, if you combine three of the same uh, unit, it will turn into the golden version of that unit and be stronger. You can't then combine more units and upgrade it. So there's only one upgrade path as well. I should we should keep in mind. Um, there's a buying phase and a combat phase. Obviously, in the buying phase as well, we should mention you can upgrade your tavern to get stronger minions. And I learned this recently, but. Uh, Every turn you don't upgrade it, the cost of uh, upgrading the tavern reduces by one. That's correct. By yep. one gold, right? Um, yep. And then the way battling works is that minions attack from left to right. Um, and so that means that if your left minion has a death rattle and it dies and it summons three of something, then those now are all on the left and those will attack. Uh, minions are attacked randomly unless there's a taunt in the way. And if there's multiple taunts, then it's just an RNG coin flip of like what it's going to attack. Um, at the end of it, uh, you know, characters do damage and then you go back to the buying phase and I believe it's at 40 health. Um, so woo, that was a mouthful, but yeah, that's basically <laughs> everything about it. Um, side note before we get in really deep dive into this, uh, I do plan on streaming it tomorrow, 10 a.m. PST. If you guys want to go check that out, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, just a shameless plug, play a few games of it and see how it goes. Pixel, what do you think of the mode? Mm -hmm. I know you played it and stuff like that. I have my thoughts on it as well, mm -hmm. but yeah. Um, it's, it's a really interesting mode. Um, so for those who are familiar with auto chess, it's extremely simplified. And I, I mean this, like it's, it's extremely simplified, like just like here, here's the storm. They've taken out items. If we compare this to team fight tactics. Um, so right off the bat, nothing really modifies your units except by buying multiples. Um, so the other thing that I noticed is that it maintains the same kind of card mechanics that are present in like wild or standard. Yeah. So if so, you kind of played Hearthstone, you kind of get it. I kind of like that to be honest though, but mm -hmm. yeah. So like you have some interesting, weird interactions where you have a battle cry and then, yeah, they kind of stick around, but then they just kind of like clog your board. They're not really providing value. Um, you mm -hmm. have units that um, will, um, it's it's kind of weird that's just the interactions when you have a, a game like this versus like a standard game. Oh. Like Divine Shield becomes incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. You have Death Rattles become extremely valuable because it just creates more bodies in the board that you, you have to get through. Right. Like, you know, it just becomes... Uh, it becomes a totally different game, and I don't know how that interacts when you have mechanics designed for a standard game and then you kind of shoehorn it in mm -hmm. to um battlegrounds um so it it'll be kind of interesting to see um but yeah we'll just have to wait and see like what what people think of it and like mm -hmm. if you can actually create something extremely broken from it yeah um, because I, I feel like there are situations where you can create something that is incredibly broken. 
Yeah. I mean, my thoughts on it are kind of wavering. I need to try it out tomorrow and see like how I can pass full judgment on it. Um, one of the things personally for me with TFT, and maybe it's just because I'm not very good at it and I haven't really invested a lot of time on it. By the way, the new TFT set comes out the day after tomorrow, so Wednesday. So that'll be interesting trying to juggle both and trying to learn both or whatever. Maybe if I like the mm-hmm. Hearthstone one, I'll just stick with that. Who knows? But I don't really, I don't like items in TFT. And I know a lot of people do because it adds some type of depth or whatever. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm already, I'm already as a, like a noob player with TFT, just struggling to try to figure out like synergies with just like the classes, trying to get glacials or trying to get this to work or trying to get that to work. I kind of mm-hmm. like that there's no items in TFT because there's no way to like augment the characters and stuff like that. But then once again, that makes it so there's less depth, right? There's mm-hmm. less ways to make. Maybe builds yeah. that just suck good because of the items. So I totally get like the understanding of both, but it's nice that I only have to worry about, you know, trying to get Murlocs sure. or trying to get this or trying to get Divine Shield or trying to get that and trying to build a build like that. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yeah, it I, does make yeah. it a lot simpler because like all you really care about is stat stacking. Yeah. If you find like cards that boost the stats of one and create like this mega unit, like you're good, you're golden. Yeah, I know a lot of the things with the battle cries too. Because what happens is you buy you buy something from Bartender Bob, and then you play it. The battle cry activates before you go into combat. I saw a strategy where a lot of people were just buying the battle cries and then instantly just selling them back. Um, yes. Which I, which I yeah. thought which was like pretty smart as well to do. So it doesn't clog your board if you don't need it per se. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because I was trying to figure out that, like there's something in my head telling me like there's something you could do with battle cry cards. There's something they're like they 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 just use them and then you toss them, yeah. Like that that makes so much sense. I knew that there had to be something. Yeah, and then also like it's really interesting. Like some units, like for example, Alley Cat, which is like when you play Alley Cat, it's it's battle cry is it summons a Tabby Cat. I thought that was interesting. That like some people are like buying Alley Cat, getting Tabby Cat, and then buffing buffing one or two of them, and then selling back the one that they don't want. Right, mm. because like that's technically like it's technically two gold. You get a two gold unit technically for three gold and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I, like I said, I'm going back and forth with auto chess, and for me, it's just it's not most. It's not the gameplay that I don't like. I think the gameplay for me personally will be kind of interesting. I think for me, my worry is just what is Hearthstone's long term goal with these type of games. Um, mm-hmm. I. It's very clear that I don't think the game is going to be competitive, which I'm completely fine with, kind of going back to our Heroes of the Storm thing. I kind of am okay with it just kind of being weird and wacky and, you know, crazy, right? I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Um, but the problem that I know what that has that's with Hearthstone is just um, I hope that they rotate cards in and out of this uh, auto-chess thing quite often because the problem with Hearthstone in the way that it's coded is that you can't just nerf a card in one mode and it doesn't affect the other modes. That's just how the game was coded because I don't think the game was ever created to have a standard and wild mode. So what I mm-hmm. mean by that is if they decide to nerf, let's say, Murloc Warleader from 3 attack to 2 attack in auto-chess, it will also be two attack in standard, in wild, in arena. There's no way to separate that. So mm-hmm. I like that there's a vast pool of cards that they're going with wild cards as well. So I'm hoping that they can start pulling stuff in. Because it would be really cool to, for example, um, Descent of Dragons comes out. And I know they're not doing that with this. But with Descent of Dragons comes out, oh, it's dragon themed. Let's pull a bunch of dragons even from wild and put them into the auto chess mode. You know what I mean? And do stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or rotate cards out. Because that's the only way that they're going to ha- be able to balance this like auto battler 
yeah, I, I honestly have no idea how they're actually going to balance it with just such a huge card pool to look at. I feel like Wilds, you know, I don't think they actually balance around Wild at all. They so, do. Sometimes there have been like a handful of nerfs in the past year to Wild, but yeah, not not normally. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I can see them just kind of like letting things go as is in Battlegrounds. And like, you know, if something is horrendously broken, then, you know, it's just it is what it is. Right. I mean, I think part of the like not items per se, but uh, one of the RNG item maybe mechanics. That's the only word I can think of right now is the heroes, like depending on which hero you choose as well. And their hero mm -hmm. power could like really change up the game. I think that's kind mm -hmm. of like where it comes from. Uh, it seems pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm definitely open to try it and I want it to be good and fun because I do I do like TFT, but I can't play TFT for like very long. Um. My other my other complaint with this uh, auto chess game, and another reason why I say I don't think this is going to be competitive, um, maybe it can if they land it up or something like that, is that unfortunately this game can only be played with one other one other friend, which I kind of find uh -huh. very disappointing. Uh, you know, you can't. There's no way to party in Hearthstone. It's just the limitations of the client itself. So yeah. you know, I could play with Pixel. I can invite him to a game. Obviously, we'd verse each other and stuff like that, and just kind of chill. But there's no way to invite three, four, five, six, seven, you know, people into the game. Um, another thing mm -hmm. that might be tilting to people is there is no casual mode, so you're always playing ranked. I don't think that's a big deal with the game as well. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I think the social feature is kind of a little disappointing because uh, the way I play TFT is I rarely play on my own, but I always play when friends want to play. Yeah. And kind gotcha. of just, like, mess around and stuff. And I think that's... I think going forward with tft i'm pretty sure that's how i'm going to treat the game still i don't think i can play solo i just don't enjoy it i see i, I tried to play solo the other day off stream and it was just mm -hmm. like brawler nights brawler nights the whole time and it's kind of fun <laughs> when we have a group of like five or six people so we own the majority of the lobby and we're just kind of like dicking around so it's not mm -hmm. like everyone's going brawler nights like yeah the other two to three people that might be you know not in our group are going brawler nights but that's fine because everyone else mm -hmm. is going like weird fun comps but Sure, sure. That's just uh, that's just my opinion. So that will be out tomorrow. Um, oh, I did want to add really quick with the economy type of stuff. Um, you know, with the mana and stuff like that. Um, I actually like it. I think it's interesting. Uh, economy does not transfer over to the next turn. So what that means is that if you're at three gold and you only spend two gold and you have one gold left, might as well use mm -hmm. it to reroll just to see what you get. Um, right, right. Because that one gold won't transfer over to your next round. Next round, you'll have four gold. You won't have five gold. So that's something yeah. to keep in mind as well with the economy. So it's it is very simplified. Yeah, it's exactly like Hearthstone economy. Like you don't want to float mana. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, overall, what do you? I mean, I know you played like a game of it or whatever. I know, like for you personally, like um, auto chess isn't really your type of jam. So, I mean, what mm -hmm. did you think about it? Do you think that this is a game that you would be like willing to play? um more so than tft or is it just like this even this doesn't really like intrigue you that much or what um i would be more willing to play it just because there's an easier barrier to entry hmm. um that's just kind of like where i am with games and stuff um yeah i can see that i can see myself just giving it a shot i'm not going to completely just write off the entire auto battler genre hmm. but i just want to have a game that i feel like and understand and, and feel like i can actually have fun learning hey okay we're playing tomorrow then <laughs> on stream you're gonna hear first. well I mean, honestly if you want to play tomorrow let's do it um you know we there, it out. we'll both be i might not actually level. have access to it so no I'll if you have a blizzcon you went to blizzcon yeah but the thing is like the way that i got my ticket i okay. don't have the code 
No, no, no. You don't. Is it linked to your Battle.net account? Your ticket? No, it's not. Oh, well, <laughs> rip you. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> never mind. Um, oh, also, I should mention this mode is completely free. I, I think that's something that we've completely forgot to mention or whatever. This isn't going to cost something like Arena where you pay 150 gold to buy in. This mode's going to be completely free, oh, yeah. even if you just install the game today and you've never played Hearthstone before. The game is going to be completely free, which is, in my opinion, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's pretty oh, nice. There are no great. rewards, though, at the same time. Uh, they did confirm, though, if you do get top four, you do get, um, you know, there's like the every three wins, you get like 10 gold or something like that. They did confirm mm -hmm. that that's in, in it, though. Mm, so that's okay. kind of nice, right? Like, yeah, at least you get that. Like, you know, you don't have to waste your time with, uh, you know, that. But there are no rewards in the sense of like it upgrades your end of the season chess. It gets you better rankings, gets you better rewards or anything like that. So keep that in mind as well. But the game is going the game mode is going to be completely free. Um, I think very briefly, the last thing that we have to like talk about or whatever that I should mention is there is kind of a quote unquote battle pass with the game. And, oh, really? um, kind of, it, it's kind of weird and I get where they're coming from. Um, but basically, um, the way the battle pass is going to work is at least for right now, this is how the battle pass is working. You will unlock additional stuff when you've bought, when you've, uh, opened or bought or earned, I guess earned, I guess I should say, uh, a certain number, certain number of packs from the latest Hearthstone expansion. So hmm. what? So what's happening right now is that uh, right now, if you've basically um, purchased, I think ten Savior of Uldum packs, uh, you, uh, and that means by real money, that means by gold, that means gifted, or even from the free logins. So someone did the math on this, and we actually got, I think, 25 free packs over the past, like, uh, month or two since Savers of Uldum released or whatever, as long as you were logging in and stuff. Mm. Uh, at 10 packs, you get, I guess, uh, more statistics and stuff about how your games have been going, which I thought is weird. That should just be built in. But anyway, uh, at mm -hmm. 20 packs, the characters, the char the hero that you get to choose at, your game, at the start of your game goes from 2 to 3, so you get another option. And at 30 packs, you get a cu custom emotes, uh, another pack of emotes that's themed around. Because if you guys didn't know, in uh, the battle, uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds, you do have other emotes to utilize instead of like the greetings, hello, well played, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that's what it's going to be for now. We When Descent of Dragons comes out, that will then be the latest expansion, right? And then you'll have to 10, 20, 30 as well. So I guess it's how they're kind of like, quote unquote, monetizing it. I mm -hmm. guess because to be fair, the mode is completely free. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Like they got to find some way to, you know, make some money off of this. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's like I usually pre-order with gift cards or something like that. So for me, it's going to be fine. Uh, I'll have all that stuff unlocked, but that's just something to keep in mind. Um, overall, I really want this to be good. I do enjoy Hearthstone still um, as mm -hmm. a casual game. I'm not like super hardcore into it, but I do play it, you know, on my mobile phone and mess around with it and stuff like that i do want this to be a good mode um you know sometimes i just can't play tft for four, 30 to 40 minutes uh mm -hmm. and this mode seems to be very short 15 to 20 minutes as well so i do think yeah. that i do want to enjoy this game i do want to play i do want to mess around uh and you know really check it out and see how it works so i hope that it does well to be honest um i hope so too like i i i love just seeing competition you know it just makes everything better. Yeah. So um, I will say I am a little disappointed um, that it's in Hearthstone. 
Um, it makes sense why it's in Hearthstone. It's kind of the same reason why TFT probably could be in a separate launcher, but it's in League of Legends. They want people to play the main League of Legends game, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, I was hoping, and I was memeing about this when we did our predictions, but, you know, it would have been cool to have been HOTS. I mean, that would have opened it up to every single type of character in the in the Blizzard universe, or even making yeah. it separate, yeah. but, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would have made a lot of sense. I mean, honestly, it could have fit in anywhere. It could have fit in as a mini game in WoW somewhere, or mm-hmm. you could even like try fitting it in Diablo. Like, there's plenty of monsters that you could have used. Yeah, for that. Uh, I mean, I think the reason why, in my opinion, they didn't do that, and I was talking to a friend about this, is because probably because it was going to cannibalize Hearthstone even more. So we just they yeah. just added to Hearthstone to make it easier. But it would have been cool if it was a separate client game and just been like Hearthstone, you know. Uh, Blizzard Battlegrounds or something like that because it could have used all the assets, all the IPs. It could have been 3D modeling, could have been worked from the ground up. Maybe that will happen. I don't think so, though. So that's what I'm most set about, upset about is like, I really wanted, yeah. I don't think, I already know that this will not be a auto, a huge auto chess competitor. And in my opinion, I still see it, regardless if I really, really enjoy playing it, I still see it kind of like what Heroes of the Storm did to like the MOBA scene. It didn't really do anything, but it had this niche and still does have this niche audience or whatever. Mm. But it's definitely there to like keep people um, playing Hearthstone, basically. Right. Uh, it's, it's basically supporting Hearthstone, the actual trading card game. Because if you look at it, there's not many avenues for actual like monetization of that game. Mm-hmm. Like, you can buy custom boards, maybe, but you can't get like custom uh, looks to your cards itself, like or right. units. Um, there is no uh, custom card backs you can buy or custom portraits or something like that. There might be eventually, but there's very limited ways to actually monetize what you can customize. Right. I mean, most of their sales come from their pre-orders because you can get the ca- ca- the characters. You can't buy the characters from pre-orders, and you can get card backs from pre-orders. But that's about it. But I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like just, um, there, there's a limited amount of things where you look at if you look at TFT, there's a ton of stuff that you can buy. Right. So I don't know. Overall, I do hope it go it does well. I will definitely, like I said at the beginning of this, we'll be streaming it. So, um, you know, go check that out if you guys want to and stuff. But uh, yeah. Anyway, moving mm-hmm. on though, um, we got a couple more things to talk about. But uh, Overwatch uh, is up next. Uh, Overwatch came, and uh, I'm going to preference this right now. I was very disappointed, but. We'll continue with that uh, in a sec. Overwatch announced that they were coming out with Overwatch, and I want to say quote-unquote 2, which will add cooperative missions um, and stuff like that. They did confirm no single player. It is online cooperative missions with your friends in groups of four right now. They also announced that there is going to be a new PvP uh, map as well as enhanced graphics to the game as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually have more negative to say about this than i do positive to be honest so i mean picks yeah so like my i guess really quickly my thoughts on it if you guys didn't know they did announce with um they did announce that overwatch one players will be able to play with overwatch two players that overwatch one players will get the same uh skin events as overwatch two players that overwatch one players like i said will be able to play with overwatch two players and that the only thing that Overwatch One will be missing out on is the single, uh, the cooperative game modes uh, that will be exclusive to Overwatch Two now. Uh, even the new maps, balance changes, etc., and even new heroes that are introduced in Overwatch Two will be playable mm-hmm. in Overwatch One. So, in right. my opinion, what I see Overwatch Two as is it's a glorified expansion 
that's literally just adding mm-hmm. cooperative mode and enhanced visuals and literally that's it and then repackaging yeah. that and selling that for who knows I, they did not name a price point i hope that it's very cheap but let's say even if it's 40 bucks i don't think i would get it to be honest uh, I, I think it's actually really disappoint, a really disappointing announcement, to be honest. Like, I literally don't yeah. have to buy Overwatch 2. I, I just don't. If I don't right. care about that, like, cooperative type of stuff. Which, to me, watching it, it didn't look anything unique or different <laughs> from the demos I saw of Overwatch 2. Maybe that's different mm-hmm. for you because you got a hands-on with it. But, I mean, that's my case with it. I'm very disappointed with Overwatch 2. Yeah. So, he, yeah, that is the the big question mark with Overwatch 2, is that we saw all these features, but you don't actually need to buy the the expansion pack. I'm just going to call it a straight up expansion pack. I'm right, not even yeah. going to call it a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't need to buy it. You can get all of these multiplayer features. You can keep all of your achievements and skins and everything. It doesn't matter if you buy it or not. You're going to have those anyway. Which let's be real so, here. Overwatch's core feature is the multiplayer. They have a competitive seed right. rotate around their multiplayer. Multiplayer has been the only thing in the game for years. So yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's your bread and butter. Uh, this is just a completely optional sort of uh, expansion pack that you can buy. Like, it's a content pack. I'm, mm. I'm hoping and I'm crossing my fingers that this thing is going to be, like, a downloadable, like, content pack that you can get. And not, like, just... I, I, don't, I really don't think you should be calling it a sequel um, when the only thing you're adding is uh, push in, in multiplayer and, you know... PVE missions, which is also accessible in Overwatch One, by the way, they confirm that pushes in Overwatch. You can play push in Overwatch One, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I hope they. To be fair, uh, you know, the saving grace of this is they did not announce how much it was going to be or if it was going to cost anything, so we don't know. Yeah. So what I pers, but then the way they mentioned it made it seem like it's a separate game, right? Because they're like, Overwatch 1 players will still be able to play with Overwatch 2 players because we don't want to yeah. split the player base. So it makes it sound like it's a totally separate game yeah, that they, they're coming out with. They, so that's why I was assuming it's just going to cost something. Yeah, they mentioned something about blurring the lines between what is an expansion and what isn't, or what is a sequel and what's not. And I don't know the thinking behind that. Yeah, I don't know either. It's so weird. So, like, yeah, like, the, the, the main draw of this is going to be the PB emissions. If you are not interested in it, don't mm. buy it. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that they create enough content for this PVE content pack that makes it worthwhile. Because as it stands, if there's only, like, a couple of missions, it is not. Yeah. It really needs to be, like, it like needs to be, like... a 40-hour game. Yeah, like, at, at least, like, at least, like, 15 or 20 hours, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, even just uh, did you demo it at BlizzCon? I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- so this is what I saw. I saw XQC streaming it. It just looked like any other PVE we've had in Overwatch One. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah, there was like collectible loot that like makes your character different, but it just looked like it's like okay, uh, okay, you can only choose like these five characters. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm choose. It's kind of like uh, Overwatch has this thing called Overwatch Archives, where it goes back into the past or whatever. And then the last one was like, okay, I choose Genji. It's like, oh, choose you choose Tracer, you choose Reinhardt, you choose Mercy. Cool, let's go. And then it's just mm-hmm. literally just running through very linear path or whatever, and just killing like as many robots as you could. Yeah. Like that's um, all it felt like. So I don't. What uniqueness did Overwatch Two bring to the table? I guess when it came to those like single player like run through missions and stuff. Uh, it's going to be heavily story based. Okay. So 
what you're getting out of this is just a storyline, like from beginning to end. You have a setup, you have like a goal, and you're going to complete that goal. So it's trying to add like a sort of uh, narrative to the game for people okay. that want it. Um, you'll probably have just like characters that you could only like, maybe you'll pick one of four characters. You can't like go through the entire roster right. one of, because that's just way too much because they have to do dialogue for each character and just like, you know, have them be a part of the story. Um, so gameplay wise, think of it as left for dead. Okay. I think it's 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 I was thinking more weird. I was thinking more of like COD. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you, you choose mm -hmm. these random characters, you're dropped in, there's a narrative, but it's very linear, and you just kind of run through it. It's like a six hour game or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I just right. kinda like see that in my head. It's like okay. it's left okay. dead, you've got four characters going right. through this like, you know, very sort True, of linear cooperative, yeah. Okay. Map. It's and it's cooperative. Right. Um so I see it as kind of like that. Um Difficulty is, you know, it's challenging, actually. Uh, mm. If you play expert mode, it's actually pretty difficult. Okay. Um, but gameplay-wise, it's kind of interesting because you're also adding extra talents that your characters can um, actually build up. Like, your character can actually level up, and you can gradually earn uh, these new abilities. Mm -hmm. um, so you can kind of like tweak your gameplay a little bit. Like I, yeah. I played Tracer when I, when I demoed it and the two talents that you could actually choose between were one where uh, if you use any kind of ability, it automatically reloads your weapons. And the other talent was uh, when you use your, um, your, your ultimate, anything that explosion hits will set off in a secondary explosion. Interesting. So there's ways to kind of augment the gameplay to make it a little bit more interesting as you level up doing all of these missions. I wonder if that's so, going to be added to multiplayer, by the way. That would be really interesting, right? Like kind of like yeah. adding a talent system or like it's almost like adding items it's like, oh, he's going to he's choosing to go like, but you lock it in. Like, I don't know how that would work, but that would just be really interesting to kind of be like, oh, he's going like Tracer, but he's doing like mm -hmm. this all or disability with it with this Tracer. And there's like this combination of Tracer. I don't know. You know what I mean? For like different play yeah. styles, maybe. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, it could be cool. It could be cool. Like, uh, that'd be an interesting idea to try out. Maybe, like, this is a way of testing that. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I think that... I, I'm not sure this is going to keep people's interest in the long run. I really think... I really hope that they add more stuff to this because right. as it stands, I can see this being worth, like, maybe 10 or 20 bucks at most. Yeah. I mean, I was super disappointed with this. I... I was just really hoping it was a content patch. It just seems like it's a content patch or whatever. Um, no release date on that, by the way, on Overwatch 2. Don't know when it's coming out. Um, they said that they would be going dark. I watched the What's Next in Overwatch. They said they would be going dark after this. So no release date on that as well. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So I guess I don't know how quickly, but last thing, saving the best, I, in my opinion, best for last. Diablo 4 was announced. Uh, dope trailer, by the way. Uh, totally set the vibe oh, so for good. Diablo 4. So dark and eerie so and scary. And it, it was it was good. Um, Diablo 4 has been announced. Uh, Lilith uh, is the character that, um, you know, uh, is the main villain for this. And there's so much that we can cover right now. So just interrupt me at any time, Pixel, uh, if you want to interrupt <laughs> stuff. But they have confirmed a ton of stuff. I'd highly, highly, highly recommend you guys to go look up Riker on YouTube. 
He had about an hour and a half, almost two hour stream, which he edited down for everyone on his YouTube, where he basically sat down with the lead game designer for Diablo 4. And literally, it was for an hour and a half, maybe two hours, rapid fired questions to him about anything and everything uh, mm-hmm. with this game, about how open world's going to work, all this type of stuff. Uh, it's crazy. It's a very good video to watch. Highly recommend anyone to sit through it, just listen to it. It's very good. It's an, it's an incredible amount of information. There is yeah. a lot to pick through. Um, so just some of the stuff coming to DL before, it's going to be darker. It looks like it's going to be way more darker. There's mounts in the game. The gameplay, uh, the game, the game which uh, the lead designer has talked about already, said that they wanted to make it a mash of just the love of D2 and D3. They recognize that there are a lot of people that hardcore play D2, and there's a lot of people still that play a, a hardcore amount of D3, and that there's certain aspects from both. They've taken the fluidity from D3, but also the mm-hmm. greediness of D2. Uh, one of the things uh, they brought back for example, passive talents. There is now a passive talent skill tree uh, within the game uh, that is created. They also have brought back though the the talent system or the ability system from D three as well. So those mm-hmm. two things are back in the game as well. Um, you know, mana resources and all that stuff type of stuff is not unlimited, but it works the same way as in D three. You don't have to buy mana potions or anything like that. Uh, they have confirmed trading will be in the game. But trading will work like World of Warcraft. There's bind on pickup. There's bind on equip. Uh, certain items will not be tra- tradable as well. They confirmed that the trading system goes, or the rarity system goes something like uh, gray, blue, yellow, legendary slash set. And then there's something else called like, I forgot what it's called. And then there's something above that called mythic. And ancient, I believe. Ancient, ancient and then yeah, ancient and then probably mythic. Uh, mm-hmm. They confirmed as well that the game is open world. Uh, it's totally going to be open world. It's a huge, huge map apparently, and that mobs have levels to them, so you can kind of choose where you want to go within this world to level. So there is no more Act One, Two, Three, Four, normal mm-hmm. hardcore, you know, normal hell mode, and for you know all those type of modes or torments. There's none of that anymore. It's totally just open world. You guys figure out where you want to go. You guys choose where you want to go as well, which I think is really great, which also means that drop rates are going to be set to a certain amount. Mythics will yes. be extremely rare, maybe 1% drop rate, et cetera, et cetera, as well. Um, they called so, it like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, so like just kind of an example of the open world. Um, it is not like MMOs. It is not like World of Warcraft. If right. you actually play the game, it is very similar to kind of like the phasing instances that you get when you enter a certain area. Because that's kind it of what I saw Destiny, in the demo. It reminds me of Destiny 2 minus all the atrocious loading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like you enter an area and then suddenly some kind of some person just kind of like fades in. Right. So you're going to get that sort of weird like, you know, phasing instances uh disconnect that you get, like just people randomly popping in and out. Right. So that's kind of like what it's going to be instead of like pure open world MMO feel. Right. Um, Hearthstones are back in the game confirmed. You can set a town. You can eat. Uh, they, they mentioned that waypoints are in the game as well. They also confirmed guilds are going to be in the game and better than ever. There will be guild housing, which I thought was interesting, but it will be instance. Oh. So it's not like you can just walk somewhere and it's like, oh, that's my guild house over there. Look, but it's like. Everyone can teleport to their like guild housing, which is like an instance type of area. They're not sure how big guilds will be as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of touched on this, but they didn't want to get too much into it. There will be some type of cosmetic, um, some type of cosmetic store like PoE yeah. does, which I think I was just... kind of obvious. We were kind of expecting that to be honest or whatever. 
um, as well. Um, the demo had Sorcerer, Barb, and Druid as well. Uh, there's going to be two more classes as well that they have not announced. And uh, they did warn us that the game is probably coming out very, very long from now. So I don't even know if I'll care about yeah. this, uh, you know, two years from now, but it's at least a couple of years out. If you guys didn't know, they said during the panel that they started working on the game hardcore, like actually working, programming it and stuff like that around June of this year. And that the demo that they had at BlizzCon was pre pre alpha that uh, they built in about three weeks. <laughs> so it's <laughs> super, super early uh, with this or whatever. Um, also should mention like kind of pixel touched on, but it is, you know, kind of MMOE in the sense that like there are world bosses that mm -hmm. show up and a bunch of people have to fight them and tackle them as well. You can queue up with party members in instance to dungeons as well and go through there and all that good stuff as well. I mean, this looks great. This looks like a this this could yeah. be this looks like it it's actually this made up for all the complaints I had previously uh, up to this point. Mm -hmm. This is exactly, and I don't know about you, Pixel, but this looks exactly what I was saying I wanted. I wanted something that was like Diablo 3, more hardcore than Diablo 3, mm -hmm. but not as complicated as PoE in the sense of yes. like having spreadsheets out. And I don't, personally, guys, I don't like PoE. I feel like PoE, it's very stiff. As well as with PoE, it's like you spam, like your all builds are just like spam one ability. <laughs> And try to right, clear things right. like mega, 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 mega fast. Uh, so yeah, I don't really like it, but um, this looks exactly where I want it. Exactly yeah. in the in-between, minus world bosses. I don't like world bosses. I don't think it's a fun mechanic. I think it's stupid. You just kind of go <laughs> there and you're just standing there. You spam a bunch of stuff and hope stuff drops. Maybe I'm just bitter because of Destiny 2 and Destiny 1, how they <laughs> do it. But, um, I mean, overall, this looks great. Pixel got to yeah. demo it. So, I mean, Pixel, what do yep. you think? What What All is right. your feels with Diablo? Okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm a massive Diablo fan, so I'm going to be kind of biased here. Okay. Like, Diablo, I love Diablo. Um, and I got to demo all three classes, actually. I got in nice. line. I got in line and played each and every one of them just to, like, get a feel for, like, how it played. And I will tell you, like, the combat is incredibly fluid. Nice. For nice. each character. Like, it just it feels good. Like, you play the barb, you think it's boring, but it feels mean. Oh, no, I visceral. love melee characters and action RPGs. Like, just getting in there, like, destroying stuff, blood all yeah. over me and stuff like that. It looks great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, it's kind of amazing. In, in a few months' time, they've, they've made this character feel really visceral. And just, it felt, like, powerful each and every swing. Um, just, like, that one ability where you're, you know, it's called upheaval and you're like uh in a cone you're just like bringing up the entire ground and just crushing everything in front of you like it mm -hmm. just feels good nice um so you're gonna have like all the classic abilities you're gonna have like leap you're gonna have whirlwind you're gonna have meteor for the source um you're going to have the shape shifting for the druid which the shape shifting is actually kind of interesting mm -hmm. um so you're not actually um, toggling a form on and off like in D2. Mm -hmm. It's linked to an ability. So when oh, you activate that ability, you instantly switch to that form just okay. for that attack. So like you could be like charging up attacks with your left click and you're in like a wolf form. And then when as soon as you click right click, you transform into the bear and you slam the ground. Mm. So it looks really, it feels really good actually. Like okay. it, it, it it actually is very very fluid, and I like that kind of cadence with the um, combat. And they've also added something that's interesting. Um, they've added a dodge 
mechanic. Um, oh, and that so, looked weird though. Like, did that work very well, or like it looked kind of stiff, um, to be honest? It so it wasn't. Uh, it, I guess it was meant to kind of uh, prevent spamminess. Right. So when you when you click it, like it it responds very quickly. But the thing is, there is a um, period where you can't use it again. Mm. So like you have this sort of like almost like a stumble at the end. So like you kind of couldn't really do anything uh in that time but it was really just meant to like get you away from um just like stuff on the ground kind of right. thing and so like it was it was cool that they added that in like i i, I i'm glad that they finally did right, because yeah. like i've been wanting some sort of like escape mechanic for like the longest time um so it was kind of cool that they added that in okay um uh all the characters were like level 20 so i didn't get to see any kind of like um, max level is 40 powerful. by the way it is really yeah, max wow, level is okay. going to be 40 and they said with the expansions it'll increase huh okay so yeah i just um so i'm not sure about like items and just how many special abilities they have i've noticed that uh with the items that you did have on your character there weren't many stats to worry about mm -hmm. um there were just some sort of like tiny little modifiers um so i can't really speak to like itemization all that much mm -hmm. um but one thing that I'm really happy happy to see is that rune words are back. Yeah, rune words are dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah totally I was agree. like, I I actually really like rune words back yeah. in D two. Like, I felt like they were just a cool addition to the the game, and that you can just kind of create something that was sort of unique in that way. Yeah. Um. So I I really really like that addition. Um. I'm glad they're bringing it back. Um. What else can I say about it? Like, um, there's cool uh, things about the environment, um, being that uh, you're not you're not totally locked to like the isometric view, but only if you like approach a ledge, you can actually like uh, move the camera around and you can see like a vista of the environment and stuff. So okay. it's kind of cool to like have that little bit of immersion in there, right? Um, I liked how like in the when I was watching Riker's podcast, he or like thing, he was just like. Uh, like the, the designer was like everything you see, you can go to. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. As well. Oh, yeah. I should yeah. mention there are gonna be a, a ton of zones apparently that are, that when you enter them, you're instantly flagged for PvP. Yes. Yeah, I thought, yeah. that, so I thought that was. Are... Or you can also toggle PvP on forever for yourself, and when you do that, you it notifies everyone on the map or in your zone that you are flagged for PvP. So people might start coming out to get you. And once they hit you, obviously they're flagged for PvP. So that could cause like a pretty big ripple effect. You will be marked yes. on the map and people will know that like, oh, they'll see a little skull or something. The, the way they said right now is that there will be like a little skull that will no notify you that you are flagged for PvP, but you will gain like an XP boost from being mm -hmm. flagged in, in the area. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's nice that like there are going to be zones where you cannot be, you know, attacked and stuff like that. And there are going to be zones where you can, uh, you know, flag yourself as, uh, you know, PvP. Right. Uh, ready to PvP. Right. Um, so you, you are going to have that choice. Um, it's not going to be like, you know, in D2 where you're just like, oh, well, you're just going to get attacked. Yeah, I just love the fact that it's so open world. Like, they really considered the fact that, like, some people like playing solo and some people don't. Some people like the challenge and some don't. So it's like, for some people, it's like, so what if I get a good piece of gear? What if... Um, I want a little bit of challenge. We'll go for it. Every mob has a specific level type, uh, level mm -hmm. to it. And so if you want to go challenge yourself or if you guys have a four-man group, you can, by all means, 
go run to a harder zone. Go run to mm-hmm. a harder dungeon. You're not stuck in this linear path that is an and that has been notorious for many action RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I love that. Yeah, yeah. You can actually see like the levels of mobs now. You can actually see like, oh, this one's actually substantially more difficult than what I'm probably capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And it will be reflected in your ability to kill it. Like it'll just take longer. And right. like you might actually die from it. Right. And and I and I, I love th- I love that about it. Mm-hmm. Um I mean overall, like I think we already know, but I mean I really hope this game comes out fast. <laughs> <laughs> for sure like i really hope this game comes out fast but we're looking at probably yeah. something around 2021 like probably 2021 maybe 2022 I... for this type of game uh type of stuff unfortunately yeah so like since they're in the pre-alpha stage they're still figuring out what this game is supposed to be yeah um so that means that there is a lot of prototyping work that needs to be and done. a lot of changes are going to happen <laughs> watch it be like yes. d3.5 <laughs> like it just yeah, at least right? scrap everything it's like oh no <laughs> oh that would be so sad uh, that'd be pretty um, sad but, but yeah yeah looking at the engine that they were using it seems like they were just building it off of the d3 engine but with updated assets that's probably how they were able to like get something out so quickly yeah i hope that's um, not the case but maybe you know they will continue to use that but i don't know yeah it i mean the, the graphics did look very good in it like it was very gritty sort of like monotone like with just a few accents of color so it's kind of like what people were wanting this whole time okay. you know i mean uh yeah i i, yeah. I really love the the art style of it like uh you know so i'm kind of okay i'm kind of okay with like the grittiness of it you know for sure yeah yeah totally um, um but yeah i mean i don't know much more to say you know one of the things i will say is like Kriparian did a video about this and i was watching him because i was just trying to absorb as much uh, diablo knowledge as possible and he mm-hmm. did say that he was a very early alpha and beta tester for d3 and he mm-hmm. said that the final product of d3 was super changed it was super different and that he yeah. was also a final beta tester for reaper of souls and it was very very different so you know while we're reporting on this and we're, you know pixel and i are pretty hyped about it etc uh for me personally action rpgs are my favorite genre of all time uh as you guys know uh if you guys check out my streams and stuff whenever a new season in d3 comes out i definitely play it for you know uh, countless hours my longest streams have been diablo 3 streams actually um so i definitely want to get sucked back into this type of game uh but you know i will say that you know the, the stuff we're reporting on now could very well change very very quickly you know what i mean they want to put in a lot you know and once again i will recommend you guys go watch Riker's video it's very informative but there are a lot of times when you know they're like so how is trading going to work and they're like well we're kind of working it out right now we think what, how it's going to work is like mm-hmm. you will use gold and you have to do this and this like but we're not really too set dead set on this yet like it's very mm-hmm. very early so a lot of these things like even trading could be removed from the game yeah, yeah. So, like, if, if people aren't familiar with uh, industry terminology, it, we're in a stage called alpha. And alpha, it means that we're trying to figure out the the um, basic game itself. We're trying to figure out what kind foundation, of features we want to foundation, play. Like, even just broad foundation, I would want to say. Big picture foundation. Like, yeah, we want yeah. trading. <laughs> like, that's literally exactly. it. Like, but then it's like, how do we how do, do we, trading? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, how do we add this feature in there? We know we want it, but we want to, we want to figure out how we actually want to do it. And that's kind of like the stage that we're in. We're in alpha. Right. Pre-alpha, as we want to sometimes call it. Um, but when you get to beta, that's when all of these features are locked down. Right. And that's when we start bug uh, bug testing and just thinking about fixing the things that we already have. Uh, right. So it is a very, very long time before we get to even a beta stage. Right. So 
it could be years. Uh, and of course, with Blizzard, these games take decades. a long time. <laughs> yeah. They take a long time. Yeah. Um, so I I would not be surprised if this thing comes out in like twenty late twenty one or early twenty two. To be honest. Yeah. Um. You know, one of the things I will add to uh, some other stuff. Uh, kind. Uh. You know, we can come back to this conversation too. Is that they did confirm also there's a shared stash. Uh, as well amongst hmm. all your characters and stuff so that's just kind of a side note um kind of dealing with the trading thing i actually really like what poe does with trading and i don't know how blizzard is going to work this out and i really hope that they nail first of all i hope they nail two things i think trading needs to be nailed very very well and i think that also um crafting definitely needs to be nailed very very well uh because hmm. in end game that's what you usually do is like you're crafting a lot of stuff I really like the fact that in PoE there is no gold system, but what you're trading is crafting materials that have like an intrinsic value to them. And mm -hmm. I like the way that the way that trading works in PoE is like yes, you can spam general chat and trade. I hope that that's not the case. What I want is what PoE does is you can take one of your stash tabs and you can actually mark it to be public. And anything you put in that stash tab, you can then set a price to. Uh and list it for anything. You can say, I want to sell this for four um, chaos orbs. And you can say mm -hmm. that could be the exact price, or you can be negotiable, or whatever it might be. And so I really like that in POE, that that's how the trading system works in it, because mm -hmm. both parties know exactly what they're going to get from it. And there's yeah. no way of like scamming people or something like that. I don't really like that there's golden diablo because at some point it's like oh two billion gold for this three it's just gonna get inflated so quickly so i do hope mm -hmm. there is some type of options like you can trade crafting materials or possibly um gold maybe but i would prefer them to do like a poe type of system for trading because then you avoid people like spamming general hey guys i have this weapon linked here like blah 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 and just keep getting those spammers over and over and over again who do that you mm -hmm. know what i mean um, sure, so yeah, I, I do wish to avoid that type of situation. And it's nice in POE. What happens is, is that when you're looking through someone's public stash, you do have to use like a, a third party website or the POE website to like contact people though, but it's like on their profile. But what happens is you click the item that you want. And if you have POE open, you automatically send that person a whisper. It's like, Hey, I would like to buy such and such what, uh, such and such item for, uh, your listed price of four chaos. And so then like, all you do is like, it's in whispers. So then you can just, you know, invite them to trade, invite them to your, to your hideout, which is kind of like your instanced house. You trade, you know, for four chaos, it's confirmed. Boom, boom, done. I really like that because mm -hmm. I want them to avoid, I would prefer them to avoid a traditional trading system where literally it's just people in trade chat or something spamming. And I'd also yeah. like them to avoid uh, an auction house. Yeah. yeah. An auction, a listed auction house or something like that. Yeah, and I am so glad we've gone away from D2 where we had to create lobbies for trading itself. Yeah, or even that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, so miserable. So, I mean, I really don't know how it's going to work. Um, even just, like, talking about it being kind of, like, open world, like, you know, like, I know Destiny 2 doesn't really technically have servers, but it does. So, like, that's kind of weird, too. How's that going to work? Do we choose yeah, a server know. to go to, or is we just kind of all phasing in and out of, like, one giant server? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I guess they're uh, still figuring that out, what they want to yeah, do with it. Exactly. Good old free um, alpha. But yeah, overall, super hyped for D4. I hope that it, I hope that you know a couple of years down the line that this podcast still exists, we can talk <laughs> about it and play it and be like, oh yeah, this is this is the game. But I mean, so far, 
man, did it it nail it nailed it out of the park. It was insane. Oh man, yeah, like just the way they presented that cinematic in the beginning was incredible. Like yeah. you know how they have just, a countdown. Yeah. Um, for like did you when see the it show crashed starts. on the main stage, by the way. Yeah, it actually no, it, crashed it, like, on the it, mythic stage. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. They they only had sound, I believe, oh. and like the the picture went out, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, I got to see it all on live stream, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I but mean, yeah, like yeah. countdown went down. It was counting down, and when it hit four, the countdown like faded away, and I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah, that was awesome. It was that was so really, good. That was really smart. It was um, slick. Yeah, that it literally nailed the park out of everything that I wanted from like just foundationally what they're talking about from a game. I want it to be complex, but not overly complex like POE. The art style, I think, nailed it out of the park. Like just everything was really, really cool. And I really hope this is like the game because I'll become like a D4 streamer. I don't care. <laughs> like, I think yeah, it'll be really, really fun. And we'll start a D4 podcast probably. I <laughs> 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 like, at that point. D4 thoughts. Yeah, D4 thoughts or something. um or d4 content or something i don't know um but anyway um you know i will say my overall experience with blizzcon in my opinion besides diablo 4 kind of disappointing uh with a lot of the announcements in my opinion um they are very expected um Mm -hmm. uh overwatch 2 i don't know what you're doing there guys um hearthstone battlegrounds we'll wait and see we'll wait and see until tomorrow i hope it's really really good and that it's a decent game but i'm still kind of on the fence with that as well um Everything else was kind of standard affair. We kind of expected a WoW expansion. Love what they're doing with it. But overall, I think BlizzCon itself for the announcements. D4 took the show, obviously. But beyond that, I don't know. It, it seemed like a pretty standard fair for uh, for announcements and for a con- uh, convention. Uh, I don't know. Closing thoughts, Pixel, for you? I mean, it was all about D4, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. they could have just announced, like, nothing else, and it would have been fine for me because I think D4 was just that much of a showstopper. Yeah, like it was just that powerful that I couldn't even remember half of those announcements in the opening ceremony. It was, it was like <laughs> D four was like the only thing that was on I'm my like, mind. Get me back to D four, dog. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Like I'm gonna go run down there and you know try this out right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, so like for me, yeah, like it was all about D four, and mm. I really don't care all that much about all the other announcements. Sure, I think they hit they missed the mark on on a few of those, unfortunately. Of and some of them I'm still holding out hope that, you know, it's gonna turn out better. Um mm-hmm. Overwatch 2, hopefully, because yeah. like, you know, the cinematics are still fantastic. I love it. Of course, them. yeah, but that's every Diablo game. Even D three cinematics are pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Oh. True. Um but anyway, I think that's I think that's about it, guys. I think we covered BlizzCon twenty nineteen. Um I think we're finally done with announcement, like talking about announcements next week though. Um, we do have Death Stranding talks, and we do have Ooh. Pokemon Sword and Shield talks, so that's going to be pretty cool as well. But uh, I think we're going to cut it there, guys, end it there. Uh, very long podcast and stuff like that. So uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out. As always, I hope that you guys enjoyed the BlizzCon announcements. Uh, like I said, one last time, twitch.tv slash Kubo tomorrow. We'll be playing some Hearthstone Battlegrounds. At least I will. Maybe Pixel will. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I can get in somehow. But uh, anyway, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks so much for watching and stuff like that. We really appreciate it. And until next time, guys. We're done here, so peace, guys. (laughs) See you guys.